Hello everyone and welcome to the Run Adjacent Podcast. My name is Hayden Bell, this is episode number four and we're sponsored by Trick Trail and Fish. Today I'm interviewing Martin Harrop. Martin has run the Hawke's Bay Marathon, Queenstown Marathon, Auckland Marathon and the London Marathon. And in a few days time he will run the Noosa Marathon. To some of you this may not be a big deal but Martin is 72 years old and only took up running in January 2018 which is five years ago when he showed up to Wangarei Park Run. He has run 182 park runs and volunteered 85 times. He is Whangarei Park Run's co-event director and he's also an active member at Hatia Run. So welcome along Martin. Thanks very much for having me here. Uh, had, you, had you done any running before 2018? I'd done a little bit. I came to New Zealand in 1988, and prior to that, I was a chef and working split shifts. It was a case of in the afternoon, you've got to go and do something instead of sitting around playing cards like people used to do. And so, yeah, got out and did a little bit of running and um, actually, uh, stupidly or not stupidly, decided that I'd like to walk John O'Groats to Land's End, which is the whole length of the UK. So... I had to get out and do some running and walking and try and keep fit. Nice. What, what age were you doing that? I was 37 when I did that. Okay. Very young. Bit like you, <laughs> bit like you Hayden. <laughs> I'm 37 now and I'm already feeling old. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you were quite a good chef, Martin. What restaurants have you worked at in the past? Well, physically um, working in New Zealand, I've only worked at uh, AUT and MIT because I was teaching, which I'd done when I left the UK. Um, Then I worked at a couple of small restaurants before moving to the Aotea Centre, and Mm -hmm. we were running functions there. And then my wife and I actually ended up running our own company, creating dinner parties in people's homes. And we worked in Fiji, Hong Kong, Singapore, cruise liners cooking for 5,000 in Rarotonga. So we get out and about. Have you, it's not on the run sheet, but have you cooked for any celebrities? Um, I've been fortunate to cook for most of um, the royal family. Oh! At various stages. Um, No presidents, um, but uh, yeah, certainly a royal family. Cool. All right. So... This one's not on the run sheet either, but how did you end up in Wangarei then? We, we, ended, <laughs> we, we ended up in Wangarei because we'd been living in Auckland for around about 24 years or so. Yeah. And we had a five-bedroomed house. Mm. Kids have all left. We're rattling around in the house. My wife wanted to be near water, so we ended up in McLeod's Bay. You see a house for sale on Trade Me. You go and look at it. It's up on the hill, beautiful views. It's got a mooring to go with the house, although I don't have a boat. And physically, um, that's it. We're in Whangarei. Far out. That's awesome. Mm. And I take it you like it here? Oh, we love it here. <laughs> we love it here because of people like Hartier Park Run. No, no. We do like it here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So you've moved to Whangarei for retirement, obviously. What I've found with, with retired people is that... They, when they retire, they seem to get busier. Uh, what else apart from running do you do to pass the time? 
Well, because I'm the one that cooks all the food in the house for a start, so that takes up some time, even as just the two of us. Then, of course, there's looking after the cat, which we've just got. And then, of course, owning a MGTF um, motor car, soft top, um, although it's only 12 years old because it's a replica. There's always something that breaks down, so that has to be fixed. <laughs> then there's the gardening. And then I'm also, as well as being part of Heartier and a, a co-event director, I'm an ambassador for Park Run. So by the time I check the emails and done bits and pieces of that and help people out, that's the end of the day. Wow. So that, that Park Run ambassador, that's for... All of New Zealand? It's all of, all of New Zealand. That's an outreach ambassador. Uh, so basically it's trying to talk to groups of people who have disabilities to get them to, to think about park walk, mm-hmm. let alone park run, maybe volunteering. And, and as we know, um, Hayden, it's a case of um, coming along to park run, even just at the end to have a chat and uh, a cup of coffee gets yeah. people out of the house. Parkrun, that's a good thing about parkrun, is it's so oh, inclusive, eh? It is. So who who got you into running? Tell us a story about that. Um, it was December the 31st, five years, six years ago, as you say. And uh, we had friends around, uh, Ros Kelly. Ros I've known for about five, six, seven years prior to that time. And she's in hospitality the same as me. And I said, oh, come on, it's December the 31st. Stay for a drink. Oh, no, I can't stay for a drink. Why can't you stay for a drink? I've got park run tomorrow. What's park run? <laughs> so within about 10 minutes, she told me about park run. In 12 minutes, I turned the computer on, logged in. My wife and I were there at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, January the 1st, no hangover. <laughs> and uh, there's certain people like Colin Smith who turned around to me and said, ooh, look at those people over there. They won't be back. <laughs> and 182 park runs later, I am back. Thank you very much. Um, yes, park run is uh, well embedded into my life now. No, that's awesome. On To Rosalind Kelly, we are. thank you for bringing this guy into our lives. He's, he's awesome. So what's, what's his, what has kept you running? What's kept me running? Well, at 72, as uh, you've mentioned quite a few times now, Hayden, <laughs> uh, at 72, uh, I like to keep fit. Being a, an ex-chef, I've had to try and keep fit all my life, you know, working split shifts, long hours, 10, 12 hours a day, six, seven days a week. Um, so it, it's keeping fit, companionship. It's nice to meet people. Um, that's why I ended up joining Heartier. I, I thought Heartier was only for the people with... Um, flash watches, short shorts, <laughs> and uh, all they talked about was running day in and day out. But no, no, you join Heartier because uh, you meet people who give you lots and lots and lots of help. That's, I wasn't expecting a plug for, for, for Heartier, but it's cool. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> we know. I'll send you the bill. <laughs> <laughs> so then... What got you into running marathons then? Tell us about your, your marathon experiences, uh, as I well, mentioned. Well, going back to um, 1988 when I did the London Marathon, it was a case of that's the same year I walked John O'Groats to Land's End, and it was all just part of the training. And I thought, well, let's go and do the London Marathon. And in those days, it was a bit easier to get in. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to uh, wait five or six years to actually physically get in. 
And doing marathons since um, I got into running again, it was a case of I am a competitive animal. And it's a case of a little bit like doing park run. Um, I've, I've got my time down to such and such a time. In a few weeks or months, I'll try and get it down a bit lower. And it's the same with, with the uh, marathons. First marathon yeah. I did here, it was on six hours. Yeah. And um, now we're down to, uh, for the Queenstown Marathon, I got to five hours 31. Yeah. And when I do Noosa Marathon, I'm aiming for four and a half because it's a flat course. Nice. Um, so really being a competitive animal, um, it's, uh, as we all know, one of those things that there are thousands and thousands of people around the world these days that yeah. do it. They may only do one, but I'm competitive. Let's yeah. go and do another one. Nah, it's awesome, man. It's beautiful spirit. Beautiful spirit. Um, I'm gonna get a sh- I'm gonna get a nutrition nutritionist on on this podcast one day. I, I just need to find one. If you're if you're a nutritionist, by the way, can you please reach out to me? I'd <laughs> love to interview you. Um, but what does a chef eat before a marathon? Ah, uh, well, yeah, that's that's a very tricky question. Um, really, I'm quite an easy person. I have a good cereal, um, cornflakes or maybe porridge, depending on time of the year, a um, couple of bananas, and I'm a, I'm a long black coffee freak, so a couple of coffees, uh, and that really does me. I've, when I do half marathons, I really don't take water with me or anything, and when I do marathons, yes, every aid station, just mm. take a little bit, but mm. I've never carried water or um, anything like that. I try to eat the... Um, the muesli bars and nut bars and things like that, and I just seem to gag on them personally. But we're all different. <laughs> yeah. But you know, a good hearty breakfast just keeps you going. Yeah, yeah. There is there is no right or wrong answer that, yeah. to that question. Eh? It's yeah. It's just interesting to to see what 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 a chef what a chef has before. Your parkrun PB is twenty five oh six, which is pretty bloody good. And you said it this year. You also ran the Auckland Waterfront Marathon coming in sub two hours. Tell us about those runs. Did you have a good week leading into them or was it just out of the blue or were you following a, a training plan? Oh, following a training plan. Um, I, like a lot of people, use Strava and Strava have a training plan on there. So I do, like I've done for this up and coming marathon, use that. But I just come off a 15K um, series of four runs. Um, Albany, Devonport, um, can't remember the other two are now, but basically there were four in that series. Yeah, and it was the uh, the North Shore Run series. And again, because I'm competitive, I push myself and physically uh, manage to uh, get the uh, top age grade in those four races. And so, of course, then doing uh, PB, I was on a high. Well, why not just go and push yourself a bit more? Yeah. So really, it's just a case it, well, you could say it's out in the blue, you know, this yeah. old person running around, but what what the heck, let's yeah. go for it. To me, it sounds like you, you did the work and, and it paid off. Well, that's why yeah. you talk about doing the work. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's why I joined Heart here and then said, well, you've got to come to Glenbervie and start doing the hills. Yeah. When I first started doing the hills, oh, it's a hill, let's walk. Mm. Uh, now, every hill, you run. Nice. That's awesome. Also... During that um, that North Shore series, you hit a bit of a fall. 
Tell us about that. Uh, which which race was it? it was that it? was in the Oriwa. That was the yeah. first race. And it was around the, the lake entry there. And it got down to the, probably the last 2K, doing quite well. And although on radio you can't see, I wear glasses. And it was a case of um, the path had a little bit of an unevenness about it. <laughs> and my left foot decided it would hit the unevenness. Yeah. I hit the ground. Uh, glasses got broke. That cost 900 bucks for a new pair of glasses. My face was a little bit bloody. There was nobody around me because uh, people were just running past me. Uh, uh, one person did sort of stop and said, are you right? Oh, yeah, I'm all right and everything else. But... <laughs> What do you do? You're only yeah. a short distance from the end. You yeah. carry on running and you cross the line. And um, across the line, the first thing they did was, oh, you need first aid. <laughs> then they take me off and say, um, you need to go to the hospital. I said, no. Well, where do you live? Fongaray. <laughs> oh, you still need to go to the hospital. Oh, yeah, I'll go to the hospital in Fongaray. So, yes, it was a bit of a bloody face and... Thank goodness for insurance to pay for me new glasses. Yeah, yeah. I saw you. I saw you the following Wednesday on on one of our group runs, and your face looked <laughs> a mess. Yep. <laughs> um, do you have any more running goals after Noosa? Well, what can you do after Noosa? You book yourself in to do nine half marathons between now and April next year. Because you can, it's all part of a, the same company that runs the North Harbour North Run series. Yep. Um, and then I'm booking straight after Noosa Marathon. I'm booking Edinburgh Marathon in 2024. I have uh, a daughter that still lives there and gives me an excuse to go over. Nice. And I'm going to go and do the Edinburgh Marathon and probably a few park runs over there as well. Cool. What, what time of year is the Noosa Marathon? Oh, sorry. The, what time of year is the Edinburgh? Uh, exactly the same weekend as the Noosa Marathon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so this time next year. Cool. Yep. No, that's awesome. Uh, la- last one from me, Martin. Um, thank you for letting me harass you today. That's all right, mate. Anything. Look, it's like anything else. Harassing or not, as you said, it doesn't matter what age you are. I enjoy what I do, and if I can help somebody else... Yeah, that's what it's all about. Cool. What, what advice would you give to to someone who's who's thinking about getting into running after after maybe a bit of a break or maybe getting into running at an older age? What what advice would you give them? Questions like that, you always have to think. Why did I get back into running? Well, I got back into running as I say. I wanted to keep fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, so many people when they get into retirement age. They start sitting on their uh, on their seats and watching television and listening to um, the radio, playing with the grandchildren, and that's another day gone. Mm. I wanted to keep fit, and I found that I've lost weight. Um, and as well as meeting all these wonderful people through uh, Park Run, doing the, the runs around the country, um, it really is a case of what I can say is go out, do it, You'll feel better. I've lost weight. I've lost probably 10 kilo over the last six years. Nice. And so you haven't got to carry so much around. Um, But it is a case of sometimes I'll be working at home doing something on the computer and I'll look outside and think, oh, it's nice outside. 
let's go for a run. Uh, and you think, right, I'm going to go for 8K. Uh, and when you get home, you found you've done 20K. Because <laughs> I can. Yeah. And that's what happens when you get older. You've got a little bit more time around. Mm. You just go for it. No, I know that. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot what the question was. <laughs> Try me again. Go on, so, go for it so, again. So what, what advice would you give to someone getting into running? The advice to getting into running really is a case of think about what good shoes you should be wearing. Don't go and uh, um, get cheap shoes. Uh, make sure that you feel happy about what uh, distances you're doing. Don't go and run too fast too quickly. And above all, which I didn't do when I first started, make sure you do some good stretches and limbering up before you physically go out and do, even if it's a short 2K yeah. and it's on the flat, still make sure, and that's one thing I had to learn from pulling a few uh, Achilles and such like, make sure that you do a warm-up. And when I do park run 5K, I always do a warm-up. And when I finished standing around for a few minutes or so, then I go and do a cool down. Make sure you look after your body. Doesn't matter what age you are, but especially as you get to be in your seventies, make sure that you look after your body. That's wise. That's wise advice. That's awesome. Uh, that's cool. Um, I, w- I just want to reiterate um, about about the shoe thing. Um, when I first started running, I was just running in a pair of old tennis shoes, which I used to mow the lawns with. And they were a bit worn out, and I kept wondering why. I kept getting really, really tight calves, um, and I took the shoes into just a local shoe specialist in town, and she she said, "Oh, just go for a run up and down the footpath, and let me see how you run in them." And she, after after about ten seconds of, of running away from her she said no no i've seen enough those are the wrong shoes for you so make sure you see like a like a good shoe specialist not just like any any box retail store make sure that they've got like a an in-store shoe specialist like a podiatrist or whatever who can analyze your your run and get you some shoes which are suitable for it Whatever you're into, get into Trek Trail Fish. On the run this summer, visit Trek Trail Fish first for Wakeland Street, Carmel. Get the mindset, get the gear, get going. Thank you, Martin. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you for coming along today, Martin. Um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, just as... as as you old people get older, you seem to get busier. So it, it has taken quite a bit of a an effort to for our our schedules to to sync up and and get you on in front of the microphone. So I do appreciate you making your way out here and and and, uh, and recording this interview with me. Man, appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, listeners, for listening in. I do appreciate it. Um, I I was just showing Martin the. The uh, analytics report that came. Hello to my ten listeners in in the USA, the three in the UK, two in Belgium, and two in Italy. I do, <laughs> do appreciate you people tuning in, and the 
hundreds of you in, in, in New Zealand too. It's, you're also important. Um, if you could please like and follow the show on Spotify and Instagram, I wanna, I'd want also like to say a big thank you to Des Amanda at Trek Trail and Fish for helping or for supporting the podcast. Uh, you can find them at 4 Wakeland Street in Carmo. Uh, they also have a, a channel on Facebook, uh, Trek Trail and Fish. Till next time, happy running.